These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. A Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Keeper Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Keeper Tested. Here he is, Chris Keeper. What's up, everybody? This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast, and we are full of energy today. Two and a half cups of coffee deep, and we decided, hell, why not do two podcasts in one week? So here we are. Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three day shipping. It's so dang easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for all of us out there. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. Go buy your parts, your gear. Of course, fly racing gear over at RockyMountainATVMC.com. And if we're talking about gear, fly racing has the best gear out there. I'm telling you guys, this is a no-bullshit podcast. So I wouldn't be steering you in the wrong direction. If there is a set of gear out there, that I'm going to choose out of the garage, I am grabbing some fly racing gear. It is good. Light hydrogen gear. And they may or may not be having something new come out in December or January, which I can't disclose because JT would freak out on me. But nonetheless, keep an eye out over at flyracing.com for some new news. I'm excited for you guys to see this. And I'm excited to... I'm going to give it a little bit of a surprise. Wear it. Okay? I'm excited to wear it. That's all I'm going to give you. But nonetheless, go to flyracing.com. Check them out. You guys are looking for some great gear for this winter time. Light hydrogen is lightweight, but it's not as ventilated as kinetic mesh. So trust me. Go check them out. They have jackets. They have cold riding gear. They have cold riding gloves. I wear some windproof fly racing gloves that are awesome. They'll make your hands sweat. So, and that was in about 20 degree weather. I should have put those on when I was in Minnesota, which I forgot them. But nonetheless, go to flyracing.com. They have what you're looking for. Racetech, racetech.com. You got a new bike? Need some new springs? Or maybe you said, hey, I need a revalve. Go check them out. Racetech.com. They can do your suspension right the first time. I think I've tried three different bikes with Racetech, and they've nailed a setting the first time. They have great guys over there. They test a lot on track testing, not just dyno testing, okay? Because suspension, they do have dyno testing for suspension, but they do do that. But they also go out and do real-world track testing. That's important, okay? You guys know me. I am no bullshit. Fake science, it's out. We need some track time. Riding is a feeling, Go to Racetech.com, trust them in your suspension or engine needs because they can do it all. Head over there and check them out. So we're back. We're thinking about doing two podcasts, like I said, in one week. Wow. 
I'm about two and a half cups of coffee deep this morning. We are in the studio ripping these things off. I've come, what, a week off of Vet Nationals. I didn't ride that much last week, but I had so much stuff on the back burner that I needed to post up on Kieferink testing and, of course, Pulp MX. And now we are backlogged a little bit on some podcasts. I'm trying to catch up on those. But this podcast is all about... I've, I Here, before I even say what it's about, I thought this deserved its own podcast. This is how important this is to me. Boots. I think boots are the second most important riding protective piece there is besides a helmet. A helmet and boots, a quality helmet and quality boots is very important to me when I ride. It should be important to you guys. Your head and your le- your feet, your legs, slash legs, feet, should be really important for you guys. If you guys are riding a lot, or even if you guys are weekend warriors, you need a good quality boot in case you overjump something, in case you case something. Not everyone is buttery smooth like Christian Craig. Sometimes we OJ, sometimes we UJ. Trust me, I just did it last weekend, and holy shit, it scared the crap out of me. But I'm glad I had a pair of good boots on. So this podcast is all about... The 2019 Alpine Stars Tech 10 boot. If you guys follow Kiefer Inc. testing on Instagram, you see that I've been doing some unique testing. I've been riding with the older Tech 10 and the new Tech 10 on, you know, one on each leg. This is how I do things, people. May not be conventional, but it works, and I get a feel for what the boot is doing. So, I spent, oh my God, I've had these things, I don't know, maybe, let's say, two months now, and I've been riding in them a whole hell of a lot. This podcast isn't all about durability, okay? We're going to do a phase two on this boot, and I'm going to tell you why in a minute, but I feel like this deserves its own podcast because Alpine Stars hasn't come out with a new Tech 10 in quite some time. And this has been quite a buzz in my email and on my comment section on my Instagram. So I felt like, hey, instead of waiting a little bit, which I was going to do on this podcast, I decided to come out with my impression of this boot and compare it to the old boot. Now, if you guys want a full breakdown of what's new, we're going to rip off some things that are new on the on the new Tech 10. But if you guys want a full breakdown, you guys can go to alpinestars.com and it can tell you exactly what the new boot has, okay? We're going to touch on some of those things here in this podcast, but this podcast is basically about what the differences are between the older Tech 10 and what I call the 2019 Tech 10. Okay, so now before I get into the the nuts and bolts of this test, I sat up this morning and I was like, I haven't seen a lot of reviews on on this boot yet. Full reviews, not... Revzilla or Chaparral reviews, okay? But I know Michael Lindsay at Vital, I think they did one. I I don't know. I haven't checked back on that site. But I think I remember him doing one because I know he's had the boot longer than I've had. Um, Of course, Alpine Stars gave boots to Don Maida, Michael Lindsay, and those people first before I got them, which I understand. They have seniority. They, They do influence people, but 
for me, I wasn't too worried about it. When I got the boot, I got the boot, and I'm going to tell you guys a no bullshit review and see how it really compares to the old boot. I'm sorry if you guys want a comparison to the SG-12 or the Fox Instinct or whatever, but this is a direct, actual, riding time comparison with the older Tech 10. Now, this morning I went on to see if I could find these reviews, and I found a couple. I went on Chaparral website because I saw that video pop up, and I'm listening to the guy talk, and this guy is talking about the boot, and I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell is this guy talking about? Because some of the things that I felt directly when I was riding the first day was opposite of what this guy was saying. So I watched that video, okay? Then I saw Revzilla, if you guys are familiar with Revzilla. I went and watched his um, video. Same thing. I don't even know if these guys ride dirt bikes. Because what they're saying to me on this video is completely the opposite of what I feel when I've been riding these with these boots. It's insane. Like, I do not know. I want. I guess I should follow these guys and see if they actually ride dirt bikes because I don't know. And if they do, I apologize. But, dude, that's not a real-world review. Like, holy shit. There's so many differences that I feel what, what they're talking about. I couldn't even believe it. So... To each his own, I guess. I just couldn't believe what they were saying. I thought I would just relay that out to you guys in this podcast because I'm like, man, these videos that go up. And I guess that's why I kind of started Kiefering Testing because I feel like it's just a bunch of fluffy crap to sell more product. And maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. But here at Kiefering Testing, we're going to tell you the truth, good or bad. And if the company isn't happy with me, I'm sorry, but at least I'm giving you a fair, honest review of what the product is about. And if I know any kind of tips or tricks, you know that I'm going to talk to you guys about it here. This is what we do. Again, I'm not selling the boots. I'm just telling you how they work. I All I have to offer you guys is my integrity, and this is what I'm about here at KieferInkTesting.com. So that's all for you guys out there in case I have some newbies out there listening to this podcast. I know I've been getting a lot of new listeners. So for you old listeners, I'm sorry for the babble, but I just wanted to kind of tell a little story before I got into the nuts and bolts of this thing. So anyway, let's get to it. The new Alpine Stars Tech 10. So they sent me um, um, previously before Monster Cup, which is a, an LE boot. Right off, I, I when I took it out of the box, I noticed it was lighter weight and it wasn't as tall as the older Tech 10. The lightweight thing, I'm all about. Yes, the older Tech 10 was heavy compared to some other boots. I get asked, what are my top three boots? Well, if I had to choose and if I'm going to go buy a boot, of course, Tech 10, always good. I'm talking older Tech 10. Older Tech 10, always good, protective. Um, people say, oh, it's real stiff. It's only stiff for the first couple hours when you, when you go to ride. It breaks in nice. I love the older Tech 10 boot. I love it. Fox Instinct, I love that boot. Probably the most comfortable boot there is out on the market right now, but it does not last like a Tech 10. Therefore, I'd rather spend my money towards a Tech 10 because it lasts, and to me, I feel a little bit more protection with the Tech 10 versus Instinct. But goddamn, those Instincts are freaking comfortable. Very comfortable boots. Third on my list would be an SG-12. 
Garnet has done a great job of getting protection without a booty, inner booty, and a lightweight boot that feels good on the bike. The soles are excellent. I still like a steel toe boot. I think that comes in handy when you're riding off-road. And there's enough stiffness there that I don't feel like it get flimsy over time. So those are my top three boots that I would purchase right now. If someone said a Kiefer, you had to go buy some boots. I would say it would be Alpine Stars Tech 10, older model, Fox Instincts, and SG12s. Excellent boots all the way around. So when I took the new Tech 10s out of the box, obviously I noticed the lighter weight. So I went and weighed them. We're talking 4.3 pounds per boot versus 4.7 pounds per boot on the older one, okay? So you're saving four ounces per boot. It doesn't seem like a lot. doesn't seem like a lot, okay? But when I wear them, it feels more than just a few ounces. When I lift my leg up in a rut, the tech, the new Tech 10 feels so much lighter, especially when I'm doing a longer moto. When I was getting ready for Vet Nationals, I was out um, riding with these boots. Again, new Tech 10 on the left foot, old Tech 10 on the right foot. Between each motos, I'd swap, you know, old Tech 10 left, new right. So I would swap these out just to see what it feels like. And just the the way the new Tech 10 feels, it's more compact. It's a little bit narrower. The toe box is a little thinner, and it just feels lighter on the track. And my leg, for you guys out there, I don't know about you guys, especially on the East Coast, you guys got to lift your leg up really high in the ruts. Obviously, we don't have that here on the West Coast, but on the occasion that we do get deep ruts, man, my groin and my hip area, and obviously I'm 40 years old, it gets sore. The one thing I did notice about the Tech 10, the new one, is that I didn't get leg fatigue near as much as I did with the older Tech 10. The older Tech 10 gets heavy. I'm going to expand on this a little bit. Weight. I power wash my boots. That's what I do. I go outside, wash my bike, put my boots out, power wash my boots down, and I, I hand them upside down, hang them upside down, and then I let them dry. The older Tech 10 would sack out and they would increase in weight. I've had my boot... Uh, my older Tech 10 gain almost a half a pound just because of washing and waterlogged and dirt. And then it's all dry and clean, but they would increase in weight feeling. This new Tech 10 doesn't feel that way. And that has to do with how it's built. There's more TPU. There's more plastic. There's less leather in the new Tech 10 than there is with the older Tech 10. Again, if you guys want the exact features that this new Tech 10 has. Go to Alpine Stars website, read all about it. I'm giving you real world feedback here how I feel when I ride or wash or living with these boots. So over time, washed them. I love the fact that they do feel light. Actually, I'm not a fan of CD boots because of how narrow they are. Alpine Stars new Tech 10 did get a little bit narrower, but not so narrow where they hurt my feet. When I do ride with the CD, I have to ride with a TA, not a SRS. The TA is a little bit wider. I have a normal size foot. I don't have a wide foot. But for some reason, the CDs do hurt my feet um, width-wise. 
The Alpine Star, like I said, is more, the new one is more compact. The tow box is not as fat, which I like for shifting. Uh, I have a problem with the older Tech 10 sometimes when they're brand new of getting the feel of the shifter because the tow box is so fat. Well, now the tow box is on the new Tech 10 is a little bit more pliable, more, more flimsy. I wouldn't say, I guess I shouldn't say flimsy, a little more flexible. So that way I can feel the shifter sooner with this new Tech 10. I do like that part of it. Now the sole, okay? The sole has this new feature. And this is one of the features that I do love about this boot. It has dynamic heel compression protector. That is in the sole. And what that is doing is protecting your heel, okay? So it's a little bit, it's almost like having like an EPS liner in your helmet for your feet, which I think is very cool. So how does that feel on the track? When I'm landing off of a jump hard, like say I'm, I'm over jumping a single and landing a flat, I feel like there's more cushion in the sole versus my older Tech 10. The older Tech 10 wasn't a bothersome at all, but I just noticed a little bit of a, more of a stiffer feeling and more cushion when I land. And also another benefit that I've noticed too that I really didn't take in consideration later on when I started riding more and more with this boot is vibration. If For those of you guys know that have a KTM, K KTMs vibrate a little bit more than your standard Japanese machine. I go back and forth from Japanese machines to the KTM and I notice a little bit more vibration going up through my feet. Well, this sole, this DHCP, really helps vibration for me coming up through into my legs. I thought that was very, you know, comfortable for one, but also it gave me a little bit more protection, especially my old ass ankles. So if you guys out there have ankle issues or you're looking for some added protection for your ankles, to me, the new Tech 10 is by far more comfortable and has more protection than the older Tech 10. And the older Tech 10 was excellent for me for ankle protection. Again, I told you about the toe box, a little bit more flexible. The boot is a little bit more narrow. There is more plastic in this boot, less leather, okay? So give, I'm gonna give you guys an example. On the inside of the boot, you have that suede slash leather on the inside of the older Tech 10. That does get blown out over time or it does burn. But what I also noticed is over time that it leaves a crease. You wear your older Tech 10s and they kind of crease down the side on the inside near this suede slash leather area. The new Tech 10 does not do that, okay? There's more plastic on that side and there's more rubber to grip. Now... With saying that, I had more grip with the older Tech 10 than I do with this new style Tech 10. When you do get the new Tech 10 muddy or wet and it gets a little bit of slippery out, of course, that's most of motocross, right? It's harder for me to grip the frame with the new Tech 10 than it does with the older Tech 10. For some reason, I can really squeeze better with that suede slash leather area and it sticks better on steel and aluminum frames versus the older Tech 10. That is the only thing that I noticed on the inside of the boot. I didn't notice 
for grip, people say, hey, how is it gripping with a narrower boot? I didn't notice that so much. I do feel more of the machine with the newer Tech 10, but with the older Tech 10, I just had more bite because I like to lock in my feet when I'm in the air. So you guys are hitting a jump, hitting a double, and you guys get a little bit of a kick, okay? Like the ass in comes up a little bit. What you do normally is you hook your boots into your frame and grip really hard. And that kind of acts as a buffer for you to kind of bring your front end up because you can grip with your feet and kind of pull up with your arms and that brings your front end up a little bit. I can do that easier without slipping with the older Tech 10 than I can the new Tech 10. So that's just something for you guys to think about out there. It's not a huge difference, but it's just something that I noticed that was um, different compared to the older model. The new model has dual hinges. Dual hinges, sorry. There's one hinge on the outside and there's a hinge on the inside of the boot. This leads me to my only gripe about the new boot. The new Tech 10 is stiff, guys. So if you guys are bitching about the older Tech 10 being stiff, man, the new one is stiffer feeling. If I want to move my foot down or up, I have less movement in the new Tech 10 than I do with the older Tech 10. This is where I've had a problem you know, over time with this boot. I thought, hey, it'll break in a little bit, it'll break in a little bit. It doesn't really get any better, and I've had almost 10 hours on these boots. Here's here's where I'm going to uh, really break down and hear, give you guys some information. Kiefer, what happens? Okay, now I can't feel the brake pedal. I can't feel my shifter. Here's the deal. There are little bump bumpers in the middle of the boot near the ankle area, okay? So if you're looking at the front of the boot, you will see two, I'm sorry, you will see three bars that go across the middle portion of this Tech 10. There's a top bumper, so to speak, there's a middle piece, and then there's a bottom piece. Some of the race team guys are shaving those down or cutting those out to get more flex in the boot. Um, this isn't coming from Alpine Stars, obviously. This is coming from me noticing these things. So what I did, I noticed, hey, I'm not getting any more flex. I need some more flex. It's too rigid feeling. It's too stiff. I need to feel the bike more. I need to downshift. It's tough for me. Now, if you guys like a stiff boot and you guys want a stiff boot, leave these bars in. But my suggestion is, if you are getting this boot, okay, I trim those bars off just a little bit to get more um, extension and flexion out of my shifting and my braking. Now, that is my personal, um, I would say, that's my personal reasoning and what I would do. That's not coming from anyone else. So I'm sure Alpine Stars doesn't recommend that, but I'm trying to give you guys a full breakdown of what I experienced when I rode with this thing. Again, transparency is key here. I'm trying to tell you guys what is going on. I do believe... Alpine Stars are going to update the boot so you will get a little bit more flex. So when I know when they come out with more colors, again, this was just the limited edition colorway. I do think they are going to do something in that area to provide more 
flex in that area because to me it's way too stiff. I hear these videos on, like I said, Revzilla, Chaparral. Oh, once you put it on, it's it's so much more flexible. Bullshit. There's no way. Those boots are ready to rock first time. Dude, trust me. I rode. It's tough. The top of the boot and the, the toe box of the boot is flexible. But that middle piece in the ankle area, what I call little bump stops, they prevent you from bending. It's very hard to bend in the middle portion of the boot. Now, that is more of a protection piece. I understand that. Like, that's protecting you from ankle injury. But at the same time, I need to feel what I'm shifting. It's, it's tough for me to ride on the balls of my feet if I can't bend that middle portion of the Tech 10. That is my only gripe with the Tech 10. This new Tech 10 is better in almost every way besides that middle portion of that ankle area, those little bump stops. So if you go look online and you look at the Tech 10, you will see the middle piece, okay, has three little bump stops. Look at the older Tech 10. All it is in the middle piece is leather. So when I shave these three pieces down, these little bump stops, it's leather underneath, just like the older Tech 10. I did that and voila, boom, instant feeling I can I can downshift, I could break, and I still felt the the boot itself, the new boot is still stiffer feeling in the right areas versus the older Tech 10. So if I was an engineer at Alpine Stars, I would try to get a little bit more flex in that middle portion of the ankle where those bump stops, those little bars are going across the boot. So that's my suggestion to you. For you guys, if you are getting the boot and you feel like, hey, it doesn't, I need a little bit more flex, that's what you can do. If you guys ride with the new boot and you feel like, hey, I feel like I have enough, like I don't need any more flexion or I can bend my ankle, I'm good, then do not worry about it, okay? This isn't for everyone. These are just for people that have that same feeling as I do. I need a little bit more feeling when I downshifted on the shifter and upshift, it was very hard. I had to move my whole leg up and down to shift. And using the rear brake, I really had to focus on pushing down the brake pedal versus just moving my foot up and down. It's very tough for me to move my foot up and down with those bump stop bars going across the middle of the, the boot. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your Droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier 
when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, skosh. Skosh.com. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil. On the Pulp MX show, lots of callers. What oil should I run? So I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called Moto Blood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. You got an ATV, you got a street bike, you got a UTV, or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you. Okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for a long time, since 1983. But he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that. So he wanted to create an oil that was good that lasted a long time and didn't break down and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to because, heck, I'm going to tell you something straight up. was testing this stuff a couple months, did a lot of temperature readings. Engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the Moto Blood 1040. And you want to even know something that's crazier? It's 100% fully synthetic oil. You guys know me. Synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes, right? I ran it in the Yamaha and I ran it in the Honda. Wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils. Well, went and tried this. No slippage, no drag. 100% synthetic. It 100% works. So, hey, go check them out. Bloodlubricants.com. Mention Kiefer in your order. Please order. And get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil... Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But, hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good, 100% synthetic. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com.
One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right. Handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out, licked the stamps, sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, we've accepted your sponsorship, now you're a writer. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off? Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money and we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved him so much money. <laughs> Nonetheless, those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool and thank you, Little D. And you guys know I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF Racing and the quality that it comes with. For 45 years, they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay, They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's They're stoked when they hear guys say, Hey man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So, as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast. I talk about FMF. Great products. Head over to fmfracing.com. Get yourself set up. Go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll answer them for you. Thanks, FMF. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the keyforinktesting.com, Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6dhelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. 
Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Have you been to ruttedracing.com yet? If the answer is no, go there right now. Ruttedracing.com. They have shirts, hats, hoodies, cute stuff for your chick, for your lady, for your wife. Man, it's cute. I put Heather in some of this stuff before bedtime and, well, that's all I'm going to say about that. But nonetheless, go check them out, ruttedracing.com. They have a bunch of cool stuff. And not only do they have cool streetwear, but Clint is designing some gear. That's right. If you're a taller dude, 6'2", maybe over, he's going to have the set of gear that you want to be in. Longer arms, a little longer length. Materials are going to be awesome. I saw some of this gear, and man, it's going to kind of change the game for you taller dudes out there. So it's not out yet, so pump the brakes. But before we get all hyped up on this stuff, go to ruttedracing.com, buy some stuff. They support us. They support the Bear, Tyler Bowers, and Henry Miller. So hey, go check them out, won't you? Ruttedracing.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. I wish I had that shirt. Would cover my boy boobs nicely. Screenprintingdone.com We make kick-ass t-shirts. Made with bits of real panther. We get it done. So you know it's good. Screenprintingdone.com Screenprintingdone.com I will say inside of the boot, there is less room for the better. The older Tech 10 has a lot of room, a lot of slop in my foot from top to bottom of the boot. The new Tech 10 boot is a little bit more, like I said, compact, snug, but in a good way where it's a more positive feeling. Once I took care of those bump stop rubbers, I could feel um, a lot more of my shifter and brake pedal, and there was less movement of my foot inside of the boot, which I appreciate because that's just going to add to the protection. So I do like that. Um, the hinges, let me break down the hinges a little bit before I get to the inner booty. The buckles on the hinges are awesome, okay? So we know it's a dual hinge system on the ankle, but the hinge system on the buckles are freer. They move. When they do get clogged with dirt, it's easier to take um, the strap slash buckle off and you don't have to to get a freaking flat blade in there to try to get the mud out, okay? So it's easy to get your finger in there to release and unhook the buckles. I know it's not a big deal to some of you, but I just thought it was more of a convenient thing, and I thought it was a very cool added feature that they did update. One thing I also noticed, it's been cold up here in the high des. With the older Tech 10 straps, okay, the strap, the buckle straps, they got brittle, and sometimes they broke, I do notice that. So for you guys living uh, East Coast weather, it gets really cold. I don't know if you experience that with the older Tech 10s, but sometimes that plastic of the strap would get brittle and then break right off. It sucked. The new material that is on the Tech 10 straps for the buckles, much better. Much more pliable, flexible. They don't, they don't get as brittle or hard. So um, it makes buckling the boot much easier and it's also much easier just to take off like i said and it's packed with mud it's just so much easier 
Now the inner booty. There's a lot of changes to the inner booty. You actually, you guys can go on alpinestars.com and read about that. But putting on the booty, again, a little more narrow, a little bit lower profile of a booty. And to me, the Velcro strapping system is a little bit easier to to make, um, to get tight around your ankle, so to speak. The older system is almost like a three-piece system. You had to kind of pull over and then strap in. It was kind of not really a pain in the ass, but it was a little bit of a process to get your foot in and strap in to make it tight. The new style booty is much better, a little bit cleaner, where you just have one strap, you pull it over, and it's a done deal. Now, the ankle bars okay, that are on the side, I used to take those things out on the old Tech 10 because sometimes um, it dug into my ankle a little bit. So when I stuffed my foot into the old inner booty and then put that booty into the boot, I would kind of get a rub on my ankle bone and it didn't feel too good. So what I started doing with the older Tech 10s was getting a flat blade and taking those bars off of each side of the inner booty. I know a lot of riders did that as well just to get more increased feeling and a little less of a rigid feel when you rode. With the new Tech 10, you can't do that. There is not uh, a flat blade piece available to take that bar off but in the same breath i don't feel it rubbing on my ankle bone with the new tech 10 so i've left it on and i've had zero problems with it the cushion of the inner booty is more comfortable and feels softer to my foot over time with the older tech 10 washing the booty out um letting it dry putting it on it gets crusty it doesn't feel as good um and it just doesn't feel as soft as it gets older. I've When I did this test, I started with a new pair of older Tech 10s and a new pair of the new Tech 10s. And I've, like I said, we've had equal almost 10 hours on these boots. And the old inner booty feels crusty and hard with the new Tech 10 booty still remains soft, pliable, and nice to my foot. If you guys want to you know, consider that. It just feels... Like it's my friend, so to speak. I put my foot in and it's nice. It's a nice feel. And then for you guys asking me out there, hey, Kiefer, how do you wash the booties? I don't put them in the wash. I simply hose them out. And if I do a little soap and, and get them you know, clean, I do it that way. And then I let them air dry. I, let them, I don't put them in the dryer. I just let them air dry or I get a heat gun and just kind of you know, dry them off that way. But I do not put those booties in the dryer. Just for the simple fact, if you are running those bars on each side of the ankle, that just it's the annoying sound in the dryer drives me up the wall. And I don't know if it's damaging my dryer or damaging the ankle portion of the inner booty. So I simply just wash them out, hose them out, use a little soap and water. If you need to get your wife's hair dryer, do it up, let it you know, or sit them in the garage. Don't worry about it. That's a simple way to wash them out. And then it's up to you guys how to put the boot on. Okay. Some of you guys take the inner booty out, you put your foot in, and then you slide them in the boot. I usually leave the booty inside. I grab the strap on the heel, and I push down, and then my boot sim- or my foot simply goes inside. It's not a big deal. So um, that's up to you how you guys want to do it. But impression of the new inner booty is much better. Again, just a, a more comfortable feeling, a softer to your, you know your sole to your the bottom of your foot. I do like that. Again, everything is for the better on this new Tech 10 besides the 
middle part of the ankle stiffness. It's tough for me to get past. So I'm hoping that Alpine Stars will evolve this, okay? Make a running change to get a little bit more flex. And I will be getting another pair of boots soon from Alpine Stars to try. And I will compare them to this first version that I had. Again, for a boot that is $600, okay? It's $599.95. And both are still. If you're going to buy an older Tech 10, same price. I get the question, which one am I going to buy? Right now, if it was up to me and I'm just an average consumer and I tried both of them, I'm going with the older Tech 10. Simple, simply because I don't have to um, worry about flex. I know it's going to be stiff at the beginning. I'll break it in and it's good. The new Tech 10 is stiff and it remains stiff for me um, for the duration of almost the 10 hours that I've had it until I make that modification to the ankle bump stop area. And then I have zero issues with the boot. Then if it came like that, like how I modify it, I would choose to purchase the new style boot because it's lighter weight. It's more comfortable. I get less vibration through the bottoms of my feet, my feet. And I like a little bit more of a narrow, compact feel of the Alpine Star Tech 10, the new version. So um, for those of you guys out there, again, if it doesn't bother you and you like a stiffer feeling boot and you want the max protection available, this new Tech 10 is excellent, guys. There's not another boot on the market that protects as well as the Tech 10. And I wear a shit ton of boots, guys. I wear... All the boots. I've, if you haven't listened to the boot podcast, scroll back on the archives here. You can listen to the boot podcast and it goes over everything um, that I've ever experienced with a lot of boots. Um, another thing that I want to mention. There is, like I said, there is more plastic. I want to say plastic in, in, a, in a positive way. But there's more plastic on this new Tech 10 boot than there is leather on the older boot. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That that will have to be up to you. It's a good thing where the boot will not get as beat up, uh, will not look as ragged. It's easy to clean. Like I said, the downside to that is I feel like gripping towards the frame has less traction feeling, unless you guys are running grip tape. I'm not. So it's a little bit more of a slippery feel with the new Tech 10. Some of you guys feel that, some of you guys don't. I'm just breaking down each aspect that I feel um, with the boot. The gator of the boot, the sealing of the boot is much better. People ask me, hey, can you feel um, the, the overall boot is not as tall as the older Tech 10? I do feel that when I put my knee braces on and, and it's okay. It's not a bad or a good feeling. It's just more of a sideways move for me. I don't really care about the height of the boot. And it's not that much where I'm like, holy crap, it's a huge noticeable difference. Yeah, I do feel it, but it's not a, a bad, it's not a negative or a positive feeling. For you shorter guys, you guys might appreciate the new Tech 10 because it's not as tall. It's not going to ride up as high. It's easier to put your knee brace on or, or knee guard or whatever. But for me, the height of the boot is not a huge issue. Um... You guys probably will notice it once you put it on, but when you're riding, you really don't notice it either way. Um, the sizing comes in 7 to 14. I wear a size 10. The new style Tech 10, same thing. Not a problem. Uh, I wear a size 10 in that. 
Some people say it feels like a half size bigger. I used to wear size 11 tech tans. I noticed I had a little bit more slop in my footbed area. So I went to a size 10. And that's what I've been running in all boots besides Fox Instinct. I run an 11 in a Fox Instinct and a 10 in everything else from a Garnet, a CD, and to this new tech 10 as well. So I would say you don't have to worry about sizing if you're a size 10 in your, in your older one. Your size 10 in your new one. It does come with a replaceable sole. I do like that. You can replace the sole. So all of that is available from Alpine Stars. You guys can go get extra booties, inner booties. You can get soles. And they're fully rebuildable. So these things will last you a long time. And although I'm not going to project, but I feel like these new Tech 10s will last longer, you know, looks-wise, um, longevity-wise, riding-wise, than the older Tech 10. The pluses of not having that suede-slash-leather is it'll last a little longer. It may not fold. It may not sack out like the older Tech 10 did. This new one doesn't seem to do that because it's stiffer on the sides. And their, their Alpine Stars, their dual hinge system reasoning was to get more flex. But uh, I do not feel that from the new Tech 10. So... I hope Alpine Stars does revamp it just a little bit when they do come out with more colors. And I'm not sure all the colorways are out right now. I know they have a black colorway and then they have this um, LE Monster Cup colorway that they have out. But I don't think the white ones are out yet, at least for us consumers out there. So maybe they will do a running change and then we will see a little bit more of a flexi Tech 10. But nonetheless... Almost everything is for the better, guys. And like I said, I've rode the shit out of these boots back to back, um, one on each foot. If you appreciate a little bit lighter of a boot, more compact feeling, a little bit uh, narrower, shorter, and probably, safe to say, more protection with the new Tech 10, then you'll love it. Same price. However, I like to move around on the bike. I want to feel my pegs, my shifter, and my brake pedal. So as right now, I still prefer the older Tech 10 with, without the modification. Now, with the modification on the bump stops, I prefer the new Tech 10. But that's up to you, for you guys out there listening, if you want to do that to your $600 boots. So, if, if it was me, right now, I would wait maybe until January, and if you could hold off, and then maybe, hopefully, they will have... Um, a revised version of this new Tech 10 where it's a little bit more flexible. But for those of you guys that can't wait and you want this boot right now, hey, listen to this podcast three times. Get it, okay? Because it's stiff. But there is a modification that you can do um, to make it a little bit more flexible in the middle. And it doesn't take that, that long to do. It took me five minutes to do. And honestly... If you guys saw a picture of it and I was riding, you wouldn't even know the difference. So like I said, to, to recap a little bit, that middle piece with those bars, if you, if you shave down those three bump stop bars, behind that is a leather piece, just like the older Tech 10. It looks identical. There'll be a little bit of a gap, just like the older Tech 10, and that's where you can bend um, your ankle more. Again, you're compromising protection. I'm letting you guys know that that's a that's a disclaimer from me. Your your ankle is going to move a little bit more. So 
If you guys want that protection and less movement, keep everything the way it is, run it, and maybe, hell, maybe after 10 hours it does break in more, but I'm going off of an older Tech 10, and within the first day of riding with an older Tech 10, I'm good. Like, it's not stiff. I hear people say, oh, it's so rigid, it's stiff. It's not that stiff, okay? I've ridden with other boots that are way stiffer than an older Tech 10, but this new Tech 10, it's stiffer yet. So that's basically a riding breakdown of the new Tech 10. You can go check them out at alpinestars.com, 599.95. A lot of things are for the better, guys. And if there is a boot company that's out there that always pushes the limits, always advances technology, it is Alpine Stars. They have been in the game for a long time. Again, my favorite boot to wear, if I had to go purchase boots, which I have not too long ago, um, because Alpine Stars didn't have a colorway that I like, and I went and purchased one from Rocky Mountain. So I spend my own money on Alpine Stars, so you know they're good boots. Again, check them out, alpinestars.com. If you have any questions about this podcast or the boots, Hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. I will try to break it down a little bit more for you, but if you didn't get it in this podcast, it's going to be difficult to email you and tell you what to do. Give me some time, guys. I took a deep breath right there. I've been getting a lot of emails. Give me some time. It's kind of been overwhelming at times to answer everyone's, but that's what we do here. Sometimes it takes a few days. We will get back to you. I do my best to try to give personal attention to each and every one of you. At some point in time, if we get too busy that we can't do that, we're going to restructure our business model and try to figure out a way to do it. Maybe that's a pay site. I don't know. Um, But as right now, enjoy the free content and the free responses that you get right here at keyforinktesting.com. And if you guys see me on a track, come over, say hi, let's bullshit. Let's talk about these boots. Let's talk about gear. Let's talk about dirt bikes, guys, women, whatever you want to talk about. Let's chat about it. That's what we're here to do. We're approachable people. We're just dirt bike guys that want to go ride and shoot the shit, right? That's what we do. That's what this podcast is all about. So organic information that's no bullshit. I'm going to make a t-shirt that says that maybe. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in a few days. We're going to do a really cool WP test on a Yamaha. What? YZ450 with WP? Why would you do that? That's what we do here. Let's try some new shit. So check it out. Listen to that podcast and article. And hey, look for some more Alpine Star Tech 10 information coming up. I'm going to continue to put more time on these boots. And we're going to do a living with, looks like we do with the motorcycles, we're going to do a living with with these new Tech 10s. So um, continue to listen in. Continue to go to keyforingtesting.com. We're going to get some new boots. And if there is updates to these boots, we will let you know. And we'll give you the feedback that you deserve. All right, guys. Take it easy. Have a good week. Be good to each other.